Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located in Niles, Ohio. Welcome back to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. We're down here at Bo Ryan Stadium with Coach Perry, fresh off their OT victory over South Range 35-34. Just to talk about the excitement and the ending to that that magnificent game. Well, certainly not the way you draw it up, but, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, the... OT, the way it's done in college and high school, I mean, the thing is, it can turn so quickly on a dime, obviously. You know, we're there mentally preparing to head into that second overtime, and then sure enough, uh, uh, you know, they missed the extra point, and then it just quickly pops in your head, that's it. You know, and I think everybody has that little pause, and like, wait a minute, we just won. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh, you know, much like the Alliance game, we were down there, a few scores, and... uh, Pretty rare in high school football to get one of those in the season. To have two, uh, it was just pretty special for us. Nice. And we don't want to reveal who our uh, player spotlight was with, but we just spoke to him prior to us doing our spot. And uh, we just talked about, you know, being down 21-7. And he said it was the offensive line coming together and kind of really getting tough. They said they put it on themselves to kind of really uh, tighten up, get a little tougher. What are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, and it was a little cattle prodding from their coaches. I think uh, (laughs) Coach Connell uh, had probably a moment our kids won't soon forget but uh, you know really uh, and and here's the thing you know when you have a moment like that as a coach uh, he has a tremendous relationship with our offensive linemen Uh, they spend a lot of time in his home uh, you know and uh, they've really bonded so I think when you know when coach gets on them like that they know that it's sincere and where he's coming from and uh, really hats off to those guys up front because they accepted that challenge uh, at halftime and you know I, I think it was pretty obvious how we came out, and then finally, after uh, quite a few games of not being able to uh, able to run the football, and then that 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 changed the game. So, you know, we told the offensive linemen, uh, and I believe what Coach Connell said was, if we lose, it's not because of you, but if we win, it will be because you guys changed, and they they stepped up to the to the plate, and uh, they, you know, obviously changed the course of that game. Now, there's lots of things to talk about, but I think that the thing that surprised most was uh, seeing 33 in the backfield. Uh, How did that transpire and come to fruition? Well, we've been looking for a spark uh, in our running game since, since, really, since Travis went down and We've had quite a few bodies in there, and this week uh, that was a package that we uh, uh, we did we worked on in practice, and uh, uh, we didn't go to it early. And again, because we we kind of fell behind, uh, we had that huge stop at the end of the first half, which we'd have been down 28 to seven, and probably would have probably would have sealed the game for them. But uh, you know, when we got in alignment and said we got to get it going. Uh, we came out and said, hey, let's go to that two-backfield set and see if it works. And I believe the first play, he took the ball, he <laughs> ran for about 14-15, and uh, that was the spark we needed. And at that point in time, play calling on my end got a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing. Once again, the 2019 Red Dragon football podcast fired by Brandon Miller as uh, the 5-1 and one Dragons head off to Struthers, another Another power team, but you guys have uh, been doing your due diligence. I mean, I think it's fair to say the Niles is a power team when we start talking about good football teams. You're right there with everybody else. Uh, you always give us the uh, 
inside information on uh, you know what to expect out of the Dragons and what should we expect out of the Wildcats? I don't want to scare anybody here, but uh, I think you're going to see a team similar to Poland in that they want to uh, you know use their big linemen. Uh, they'll they'll have a big size advantage on us, and they got a couple really good uh, quick backs. And uh, you know they they're going to want to control the ball, double tight, uh, you know take their chances in the passing game, but ultimately. Um, you know, they want to be able to run the ball. Their program's built around that, and uh, it's just going to be a, a game, again, where we have to uh, physically uh, stand in there toe-to-toe. At times we've been good at that, and then other times we haven't been great at that. So uh, it's a great challenge for our kids this week, uh, you know, uh, to keep our goals intact. It, it's really kind of a must-win uh, kind of mentality around here this week, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great football game. Yeah, it's an exciting time. Um, this past week after this game, I mean, what was the locker room like? And just, uh, I mean, have you seen a more jovial Red Dragons locker room yet? Uh, again, like I said at the opening here, that, that the overtime and and how that you know how the game you know uh, when you win it, obviously on their side, they're probably trying to pick up the pieces this week. But uh, you know that that creates. I think everybody that was on our side is going to remember that for a long time. Just. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just think of myself. I'm out there on the field and uh, kind of feel like Jim Valvano, like running around, like I need somebody <laughs> to hug. And uh, I think Nick Tress is the guy that got me first. And uh, just, just great that our kids get to experience, uh, uh, you know, a night like that. Now, I've been meaning to ask you this. Now, now you're you're five and one, and I thought I know usually a. If I do a good deed or maybe something fortunate happens to me, I know when I go home, you know, maybe I expect, you know, maybe they'll make dinner, maybe my my favorite treat, uh, I don't know, ice cream, some sort of like, is there anything at the Perry household after a big win? Maybe, the, the, you know, you get breakfast in the morning or is it just kind of status quo and just... Well, I, I'll give you I'll give you the one that that means a lot to me is that each one of those games I, I've got to uh, be on the field with my daughters and uh, the alma mater and and that that's a that's award enough. But uh, uh, you know, on those little fringe benefits, I could tell you this: my grass right now is about 11 inches high, uh, so nobody's jumped on a lawnmower to help me out in in that regard. But uh, uh, you do bring up a, a point, you know, with our families. Like it's, this thing that we do as coaches is, is really tough on the family. Uh, so winning does help it around the house too. But, you know, uh, my wife, uh, obviously in her job, she works late hours too. But, you know, getting to my kids' games and, and the extra work that they all have to put in, Older sisters watching little sisters, so forth. Now, I, I think just them uh, not getting on me about football season ending, I guess, is rewarding itself because it, it, the season can be long. I, I'll never forget the time when we made the playoffs at Matthews for the first time. Uh, we had a newborn. Natalie was a newborn at home. And uh, I thought it was going to happen, but I didn't want to ever bring that up to my wife. And then it was like week nine, and I'm like, you know, if we win this next game, we'll qualify for the playoffs. And uh, I thought she was going to kill me in my sleep because uh, it meant an extra extra week of her getting up with the baby. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it really is uh, awesome. I mean, I'm surrounded by all girls, just me and Archie. My one dog's a boy, the other dog's a girl. Uh, so, so uh, you know, we have, to, uh, we have to have each other's back during football season. It's a long year. 
<laughs> I love it. I, I've been meaning to ask you that, especially with such with such success. You guys are enjoying this series. It's it's a special. Um, as always, we would like to uh, do the uh, featured Permani Brothers player of the game. And I've been on a bad. Maybe it's better yet, though. You guys have been on a hot streak without me being able to make it to games. I've been doing different things. Um, but this past week, um, who'd you guys give the uh, Permani Brothers player of the game to? Uh, David Mays, and uh, you know, again, people that were there in attendance. Those who didn't leave. I'm going to knock the uh, fan base a little bit. I think it got a little thin there in the second half. <laughs> but rightfully so. We didn't play well enough to keep people in their seats the first half, and it was cold, so I know why people left. But uh, uh, those people that stuck around for the uh, for the second half got to see uh, uh, David was really the spark in that game, uh, having him carry the ball. I believe uh, he had not carried the ball for us once all year because he'd mostly been playing tight end for us. And, uh, and he had uh, 68 yards there in the second half. Which doesn't sound like much, but again, if you multiply that over, you know, two halves, you know, he'd have been 150, you know, around 150 yards for us. So, uh, again, I think he just completely changed things, then it able to get the passing game going and so forth. So, uh, you know, I think he was a pretty obvious choice for uh, to get the sandwich this week, Bo. I mean, he's a big hit. He uh-huh. is, yeah. He he certainly got he's got the build. You know, he's getting some interest, you know, from some colleges. He may have some opportunities, uh, you know, once the season's over there. And uh, I think certainly, you know, if he's able to go forward in this role for us, he'll probably even open up a few more eyes. Definitely. And before we let you go, we're almost done. But you know, you're just talking about, I guess, the the David Mays kind of sparking the team uh, second half last week against South Range. Um, joking around, I mean, uh, how many kids, I mean, um, maybe guy, uh, you know, how many kids want a ball or maybe a trick play? How many, did the kids ever joke and, and who made that kid be that said, you know, maybe I have the best hands or coach give me the ball or maybe they want a few snaps off sack in a jokingly way that, you know, like, hey, I can, I'm the best, you know, slinger here out of everybody. Well, about all of them, to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. Uh, it's funny that you brought it up. So today, uh, just to break the monotony up, uh, I wanted to keep our kids loose this week. You know, one of the things as coaches, we think maybe during Poland we put a little bit too much on them. Uh, but we want to keep it loose. So we had our uh, first ever Lyman flag football game uh, at the, once we got through our work and practice today. And I heard one of our uh, one of our linemen, I believe it was Sean Weiss, uh, once it was over, goes, you know, he goes, now, what if, now I know what it feels like when you're wide open and the QB can't get you the damn ball. So, you know, they got a little taste of that today. Uh, you know, they got to have the ball in their hands and have a lot of fun. And, uh, uh, you know, kids, who, who wouldn't want to grab the ball and right. uh, uh, do it? In fact, us coaches, we even jumped in and took a series. I, I scrambled for about an eight-yard first down. I felt like I ran from 80, probably pulled both hamstrings. But uh, it was, it was you know, we had a lot of fun with the kids today. But you're right, Bo. Uh, uh, these guys definitely uh, got a – some of them have a future in politics because they, they campaigned for themselves. And uh, you'd think that they were – we had a whole bunch of Odell Beckhams on the team. Definitely. And, and speaking of Beckham, uh, the Browns and Niners tonight on Monday night. And, and it's uh, crazy. We, had, we got the uh, podcast done earlier in the week. Our schedules were fortunate enough to – We've been really hit heavy with the late Thursday night stuff, but we were able to get it done on Monday. Well, I'm sure yours is freeing up. I know my daughter just ended her volleyball season on Saturday, so, um, you know, uh, it's getting that time of year, which signals to us, you know, that we don't have too many guaranteed football games left uh, for our seniors, and it's always this time of year where you start thinking as a coach, like, we got to make sure that this season finishes the way we want for those guys to to give them those memories as they move forward. And, then, you know, but I know you have a daughter that's going through, and we 
reality's starting to sit in here. Uh, Father time's undefeated, and uh, <laughs> we want to, you know, our goal, obviously, uh, it's too early to talk about it too much, but we want to be playing week 11 and, and give our, ourselves a shot in the playoffs. So uh, to that end, this is, this is a huge, huge week for us. Awesome. Well, hey, man, uh, thanks again. A fantastic job. Uh, congrats to you and the staff and all these players. Uh, again, putting the hand in the pile and getting that big win over Sass range. Best of luck to you guys against uh, Struthers. And as we like to say, go Dragons. Flow that got the block hot. She got super hot. Welcome back to the 2019 Red Dragon Player Spotlight. Today we're joined with one of the young men on the team. Um, I wanted to get this kid on last year, and he's one of those kids. I, I, you know, I got the list, and he's one of the kids I finally get on this week. And uh, we're all going to know him from last week's uh, surprise uh, ball carrier, I guess. It's none other than number 33, David Mace. David, welcome to the program. Um, let's get into it. Last week, I mean... How long were you guys kind of sneaking some carries in practice, and, and how did that unfold that you started to carry the ball? Um, it really just started that week. They put me at fullback, and then they said, you know, we can just give him a couple carries, see how he does, and they didn't really try it until halftime, and then, you know, we all see the result of that. It was, it, I, I shocked myself, not going <laughs> to lie, I did. And nah. it was just, yeah, I did it really well. I liked it. Oh, Worked really well. Now you, you guys can't see him, but he's got a big smile on his face when he's talking about that. Now we're familiar with you just being a fierce linebacker and just getting it done. I mean, it seems like every time that PA goes off, it's you know 33 with a tackle, 33 with the pressure, 33 with the tackle. Um, kind of double workloads Friday night. Uh, how'd you feel afterwards? Oh, I was cramping everywhere. I was. <laughs> Should have saw me walking off. I was crying. I was holding my leg. Every all the adrenaline <laughs> just hit me because of that amazing win that we just had, and it was just it was just nuts. Yeah, my legs were killing me. I was cramping everywhere. It was it was nuts. So, um, uh, you think that's when well, we don't get away the game plan? But do you think uh, you're going to become a fixture in the backfield? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I hope they're cooking up something back there, <laughs> especially when we get Travis back too. We'll probably have like a, a trifecta. Like a, yeah, you guys are going to have yeah. like a nice. Mm -hmm. uh, Exactly. Old style college, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I formation. Yeah, yeah, a little power football. What's that gonna do? Not joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about me, man? I can't throw no more. This is a power run team. Um, for you, I mean, have you always had the size? I mean, you're one. Of, yeah. Even when we talked about who was I? T I was talking with a few people. I think it was it had to be Saturday, and you know, we're talking about you you getting in the game. And I'm like, well, Mace is such a big kid. And, you know, like, how, you know, I'm like, you know, he's, he's full-grown man size. I mean, have, when did you kind of grow into this uh, frame? Uh, eighth grade, I was, I was a little bit more skinnier than what I am now. Okay. Eighth grade, I still had the height, though. I was just a big kid. Just always big muscles. Not big muscles. Big bones, I yeah. should say. Big bones. And uh, I just know how to use it to my advantage. Yeah. I just know how to use it. On defense now. I mean, uh, I mean, how much is just maybe just watching the other team, kind of paying attention to what they do, and, and how much is just instinct? Because it seems like you're always around that ball pretty quick. Um, I got a lot going on on defense. I got to get the call in. I got to make sure the defense is all calm, prepared to listening to me for the next play and all that. Um, no, it's just I've been playing for such a long time. I just fly to the ball instantly. It's just an instinct, really. And it, you can't really teach that nowadays. You just gotta be able to have it. Nas Little Red Dragon, Pop Warner Pee Wee days. And, yeah. Uh, what, yeah. What was David Mace playing? I was playing <laughs> my first year. I played big tackle. I played tackle and linebacker. Okay. And 
just the same old, just running up, hitting people, and just tackling. That's all I did. Just see ball, get ball back then. That's all it really was. And, yeah, I started when I was eight. As a peewee, played all four years. Two years peewees, two years midgets. Just got better and better. And that's my mark down there. Yeah, and you're leaving your mark here as, yeah. a, as a Red Dragon at the senior level. What's it like just kind of being part of this, not I want to say a Cinderella season, but 5-1, and one, big wins against big teams. I mean, what's it like just kind of having you guys all put this together as a senior? Man, I love it. Um, our seniors were all saying we're going to go 10-0. and 0. We're going to do better than all the other past years before us. And we all... We all stuck to it. We all made sure that we're still a family. We all love each other. And we just made sure that we had to get to our goal and doing everything right, doing everything we wanted for our last year. Definitely. And I know, uh, I don't remember what gentleman on the team, but I know the kids talked about it after the Alliance game where, you know, maybe years before once you got down, it was going to be kind of hard to get over that hump, but you were resilient and kind of fighting back. I think the same could be said against this past game against yeah. South Range where it's 21-7. I think maybe a couple of years ago, maybe you guys weren't mature enough to kind of, you know, say, hey, let's regroup. Yeah. Let's come back out of halftime half time and get after this. What was the mindset coming out of the half? Uh, we, uh, it was mostly our offensive line. They really wanted to uh, start toughening up, start getting in our box, really just basically just toughen up really all it is because they were kind of playing soft. So <laughs> they, they <laughs> coach ripped them a new one and – Ever since, they all just started blocking, and then once I got the ball, I noticed it too. They were all just flying to their blocks, laying people out. It's just <laughs> halftime decisions, you know, again, again, a new one. That's really all it is. It is, and again, and fantastic. Has that been the best game you've been involved with? Yeah, probably. definitely. Yeah. Definitely one of the best games I've ever been. Did you? Now, I know I talked to, again, people be like, who? You talked to a lot of people, but I, I, I forget what player I talked to. But they said they knew this kid was going to miss the extra point from something. They just felt confident he was going to miss it. How did you feel when that extra point was coming around? I didn't even know. <laughs> I saw everyone else running. I, was, I looked behind me. I saw the ball on the other side of the goalpost, and I just I started crying. I just I was so happy. Everything just hit me. I went to the middle of the field, started breaking down, crying, cramping as well too. But you know, I just. It all hit me. I loved it. That was probably a great, yeah. great way to start homecoming weekend. Oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Victory. Uh, again, in the breakout performance, again, from our guest today, David Mays, who um, became the ball carrier. And uh, as he said on the show earlier, um, something we might expect to see a little bit more as the Dragons uh, head to Struthers. Back-to-back uh, -back road game or home games. Now you guys are off to Struthers. Um, thoughts there? Uh, toughen up. They're They're big. They got a decent sized line. They're physical. Defense just has to toughen up a little bit. Take the beating. Take the hits, I should say. <laughs> take the hits and just go after it. We got to play our game on defense. That's all we really got to do. You talking it about there? Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it depends what kind of talking. I, <laughs> there's a lot of trash talk coming from me. You can even ask. But it's just the way I play. Yeah. Know? I'm physical. I talk a lot, but it's just. Just the way I play. Huh? You're a big dude. I know I wouldn't want you yelling or hitting me either, so I, I'm going to say that much. Um, David, again, I, I'm so happy to get you on. And yeah, I, I do. I say it about all the kids, but I'm, I'm not. I mean, I, th I thought you're, I mean, again, every single time you hear that, you know, Mays, and I even joked around, it could be Brandon Hayes or David Mays, but I mean, uh, just a ton, a ton of plays all the time. Um, but before we let you go, we do always like to have a little fun with you guys. Um, we call it three and out. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah. 
Um, superstitions. Are there any superstitions that David Mays has before a game? Um, <laughs> no, not really. Just, I don't know, just listen to music. That's really about it. I just get in my own, get in the zone, basically. That's really about it. Um, listen to music. I always make sure everyone's pumped in there, getting yeah. ready, getting ready for the game. I have the speaker on. I'm always connected to the Bluetooth, playing the right songs. Trust me, because yeah. some people are picky. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really about it. What's the absolute? What what genre or song can't you play? What's the What's the song you don't want to play? Okay, no rock at all. No really? rock at all. Yes, maybe like a little bit of classic. Okay, I could play some country, but most all mostly just rap. Okay, just rap. That's Fair all enough. It is. Fair enough. Hey, you got to motivate. So, yeah. I mean, if it's both, <laughs> if it's uh, if, you know, if it's Mozart, if that's just the motivation, <laughs> then you're gonna play Mozart part night. How about those female celebrities? You take out any female celebrity for a quick bite to eat, who are you gonna join you for dinner? Definitely Megan Fox back in the old days before she had all that plastic surgery. Yeah. Transformer oh, Megan yeah. Fox. Transformer Megan Fox. That's yeah, definitely that's, who it is. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a home run hit there. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's not much to debate on that. Uh, I know my wife would say, but she's so nice. She doesn't have a personality. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Um, and the final one before we let you go tonight, and again, we we do appreciate you stopping by uh, the Red Dragon Player Spotlight. Um, I have been asking these guys which game they would go back and, and win if they could win one more, but it seems like you got yours this past week. So uh, what is the staple saying? If Dave Mays is going to jack you up and put the lick on you, you're getting off the pile. Is there anything that you say to the opponent? <laughs> I hit you so hard, your mother felt that. <laughs> you say that to the kids? Yeah, I said that. <laughs> I said that quite a few times, and they all just got mad at me saying something, something. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you can say that a few more times, and yep. then the ball pops out, and maybe you or a teammate have runs it in for six points this weekend. How's that sound? Sounds good. Well, hey, David, I always say, like, stay humble, stay hungry, be mm -hmm. blessed, and uh, best of luck for each other this week. Thank you.